Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Super Gamer Boys. I am your host in Captain Garrett Morlang, and here on the cybernet with me is uh, <laughs> cyberspace. What do they call it? Cyberspace. Here in cyberspace with me is the one, the only, JJ Purdom. Ahoy there, mateys. It's his first mate. That's right. We're here on the ship, the good USS Garrett. I, I don't know. I don't want to ride that ship. Now that I've said that, I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, how's it going? It's been uh, a couple weeks since you've been on. I mean, you were on two weeks ago, but then you, you know, yes. you said those racist things to to John and we kicked you I off. Feel, and... I feel really bad, but I was just trying to keep his uh, down to a minimum. Um, no, you know what? I was having a lot of technical difficulties. Uh, that was a week and a half ago. Uh, wait, no, that was two weeks ago that I was on. One and a half shows ago. Yeah, one and a half and then, shows ago. Uh, That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that works. Because I did about half and then I bailed. Um, and just my my whole setup sucked. I don't know if my sound is coming across a little bit better. I yeah. have upgraded my amazing equipment. My equipment is now uh, a corded uh, headset through some uh, iPhone earbuds. Yeah, so just, hopefully uh, I don't. Plain Jane, generic Apple earbuds, and it sounds way better than that $180 gaming headset. So, it, uh, isn't that uh, weird how that uh, works? Because of, uh, I, I really like crazy. the aesthetics. <laughs> I like the aesthetics better of the of the nice, you know, uh, expensive uh, headset. Uh-huh. And uh, I just, man, I like the way it looked, but it sounded like garbage. So yeah. I am so happy that my Dulcity amazing platinum tones are back to where they should be. Right here on the Super Gamer Boys. Heck yeah. And it's weird to not have Zetch here because this means like right now you're the bigger of the two men on the show. So it's like, I, I mean, I'm usually, I'm used to having at least one person smaller than me, which is why I love Zetch. <laughs> He's cuddly. You could carry him in a purse if, you know, you had a purse. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's uh he's actually yeah for you audio listeners, <laughs> there's no Zetch this week. Um, he uh just uh yeah had something come up, and so I was like, you know what? Yeah, go ahead, you can take a break. Uh, you're fired, but you can take a break, so it's fine. I, just don't worry I about it. But, heard, but but you are fired, so. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was his blood pressure went up after that atrocious Xbox uh, Series X debacle that happened this week. Oh, we'll be boy. talking about a little later. Man, it's so <laughs> foreshadowing. The foreshadowing. <laughs> Uh, man, but how's your how's your week been? You know what? It's going fantastic. We we're getting back down to a normal groove right now. Uh, unfortunately, I am barricaded in the back room trying to record the podcast as my wife and son <laughs> went shopping, and uh, my youngest is trying to get in right now. I've got my oldest, my sixteen year old, watching her, keeping her away. I said, "Look, we're gonna record the podcast, sweetheart. Can you just keep an eye on your sister while we're doing the show?" And uh, 
like most 16 year olds, she's not great at that. So <laughs> if you hear screaming and Hey dad, wipe my butt. That actually is my younger daughter, not my older daughter, by the way, that says that. Uh, she did that to me a couple of shows ago. She was banging on the door and I had to, I had to jump up and go, uh, and she was yelling through the door, wipe my butt, wipe my butt. I don't, you know, it's weird. She's, she's 12, but still, you know, she, no, she's, she's four. She okay, is completely okay. potty trained. She's completely potty trained, but for Just some reason, out the, the whole toilet paper thing. I don't think it's that. I think that she likes to be pampered. I think that she likes to have a modicum of control. Uh, she's a lot like her mother in that regard. You know, just, uh, you know, as far as the control issue, my wife's never had me wipe her butt. I just, I don't know if I needed to <laughs> no. say that oh, or man. not. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, it's good to have you back. It's, uh, yeah, I've definitely missed you. Missed uh, that certain sense of humor that you, I just can't quite put my finger on what it is I love about it, but there's something about it that I just can't get enough of, you know? <laughs> I, I thank you, Gary. And you've been so good with the whole social distancing thing, not putting your fingers on any of it. And I appreciate that very much. Very good, much. Good. What about you? Have you wiped any butts this week? Not yet. Uh, but actually, this coming week, Thursday, we're going to start potty training my two-year-old. So <laughs> nice. wish, wish me some luck because I... <laughs> You're going to need it. I'm You're going to need yeah, it. I'm going to need a lot of it. And I am not super looking forward to that. Um, well, it's something that obviously thing, needs to be done, but not something that I want to do. <laughs> have you turned, you know, one of the things I'll tell you, because you have a son, Shep, of course, we're talking about Shep and he's, he's two right now. One thing that I would suggest is make peeing in the toilet a big boy thing. Um, it worked for me when I learned how to do it. Uh, make it a big boy thing. Some people, I'm not, I didn't do this. Some people... Uh, do what's called a pee party. And this is where you take like colored Cheerios and throw them into the toilet and you saddle up next to the, the commode and you piss into the toilet in front of your child and you try to make <laughs> a game about, I, I think it's weird. There might be counseling involved later, but <laughs> where you try to make it a game of, can you hit the Cheerios with your urine stream? See, and I, I, I know it sounds weird, but some people swear by that. I know. I've I've actually heard a similar recommendation from from other people. I'm like, I don't know. Like I I can't it even feels weird. I right? can't even go to the bathroom in front of my own wife, let alone my son. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't I can't hardly take my clothes off in front of my wife, let alone like drop my drawers in front of my two year old. Like I don't know if I can handle that. So <laughs> So uh I, I went with my son not that long ago. My my son and I went on a really cool uh father son um it was called the Being Brave Tour. Uh, it was a father-son Christian thing where we ended up going and seeing like a really great concert and having some uh, really cool uh, father-son uh, moments. And, and it was really fantastic. And I got a book, uh, one book to help me uh, just be able to, to talk to him at his level and to be able to communicate with him. Uh, I, I might look at it eventually. I'm not really good at that whole reading thing. But it's take, it looks awesome on the shelf. It looks like I care sitting on the shelf. But one of the things that it talked about was uh, there was a there was uh, a little study where all the men were quizzed in the audience about where to stand uh, at the urinals when there's other men at the urinals. And uh, funny enough, if one if there's a group of like four or five urinals and there's one guy standing to the far left urinal, uh, the majority of men will pick the far urinal. 
Oh, yeah. Stand no, that's, on. that's urinal and etiquette. Absolutely. You don't want to, you know, be the weirdo who uh, there's nobody else there. You saddle up right next to the, yeah, the guy. No. And it's another weird thing is people who, who like try to shake hands. With, it's like, dude, really? That's, we don't do that here, you know? <laughs> no, so, when you go in a bathroom, know. a public bathroom, you basically just acknowledge that, you know, everyone just pretends they're the only one in there. Uh, except for when you're looking for a urinal and yeah, you go to the farthest one you possibly can. And if your only option is next to someone by absolutely <laughs> like, there's no, uh, instance in the world ever that's ever happened that constant, like that makes it okay to like talk or acknowledge or shake anyone's hand. Like you pretend like you're the only one in there. It's just a bunch that's of it. empty walls. <laughs> and, and I will tell you, you might not have ever seen this, but, uh, I know that for me growing up, there were troughs, a lot of open oh, yeah. troughs for urinating. I've in, seen that a couple, uh, in, couple of racetracks in the eighties. Yeah, I would never, not with a gun to my head, urinate in an open trough next to anybody else. It's just there's, there's not enough Jim Beam in Kentucky for me to ever want to do that. I uh, just that's so uncomfortable. Like think, the idea of, I feel like I saw something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, where was I? Was I like in Australia? Or somewhere, somewhere international. I was either when, like, when we were on a trip in Australia, or maybe when we were flying back from Papua New Guinea one time, in like Tokyo. No, it wouldn't have been in Asia and somewhere. I don't know. I forget. It was somewhere like that. It was like either Hong Kong, Tokyo, or like somewhere in Australia. Maybe we were at. And yeah, there's like they had a trough there in the airport, and I'm like. I don't like this. Like, I am not okay with this. <laughs> like, what is the deal <laughs> with this stupid trough? Like, and it's right next to a plane gate. So everyone gets off the plane and has to pee. So there's like 30 people all being in a trough. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. good. Now, folks, if you guys are listening right now, you are listening to the preeminent video game podcast. <laughs> we don't normally talk about urinating. We don't normally talk about <laughs> defecating. We are the super gamer boys. And we normally talk about video games and our lives and how video games are our lives. Yeah. So, it's, so, it's, it's been a while since me and JJ have had a good talk on the podcast. That's why we're talking about urinals, you know, for fun. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Good times. Well, and if you want to uh, be listening to this kind of stuff all the time, you could probably do so by supporting us on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> patreon.com slash super gamer boys uh, you can go over there support us at just one dollar a month you can get episodes early you can hear this prime content just a couple days early there you know it's pretty sweet and ad free uh shout out to our patreon producers uh our our patreon producer we just have the one and uh he's pretty awesome uh, actually he's the best uh adrian holmes shout out to adrian holmes patreon producer yeah adrian uh, is the man me and him are so close it's like he's like my brother from a different mother, I didn't even know I had. Now, I yeah. know that I have six brothers and one sister before Adrian. And uh, my dad did get around quite a bit. And Adrian is from California. So he could very well be, uh, you know, long lost brother. Um, could be. Could be. You never know. You never know. I notice he's a good looking guy. So, I mean, he looks a whole lot like me, you know, as far as the whole, he's got eyes where eyes are supposed to be. And, you know, like the facial nose yeah. and mouth and stuff like that, you, yeah. you know. And he likes video games. So, I mean, totally brothers. They're basically twins. Basically twins. Pretty uh, much. <laughs> shout out to our Patreon sponsors. We have Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, and Brent Fox. Thank you guys so much for all your awesome support there. Um, 
any any words for Grammy? You know, it's I'm, been a while since you said anything <laughs> to Sweetle. Not since the not since that veiled threat that you threw my way via email recently about you know don't mention my Grammy again and and her cookies <laughs> and uh, I don't know why cookie yeah you did like the uh, I'll cut your throat uh, you know the the thumb across the throat yeah. thing and you know and you always say cookies you know uh, in quotation marks like it's a an innuendo or something. I would never do that. I love Grammy. I don't think Grammy even listens to the show anymore because she blocked me on Facebook. And oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> I need to talk to Grammy, no. I think. That's, that hurts my feelings. No, um, no. Yeah, Grammy's so. been so great at all the silly, silly stuff that I say. Uh, she's never once said anything towards me at all. Um, I think she's blocked <laughs> me for real, though. I don't know for sure. <laughs> Oh man! Well, if you want to uh, be one of those illustrious uh, producers or sponsors, you can go over to Patreon.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys. And but we'll talk more about that later on in the show. And Brent uh, Fox is awesome too. Let me just say real quick to Brent: Brent is only a supporter because he lives in my garage, and that's <laughs> and he feels obligated to. Is that what he feels obligated. You know, I <laughs> I did tell him like you know I kind of wanted to make a man cave out of this thing. So and he's like, why don't I just support you on Patreon? That's amazing! What a what a thoughtful thing that you just offered up. So Garrett well, can mean, buy I, cool stuff for his uh, for his new office for, gaming space. And that's pretty much what's <laughs> happening with all of that sweet, sweet podcast and my is uh, Garrett is setting himself up big time. Yeah, I, Whereas I, like, I haven't brought that up on the on the episode. Yeah, I'm using Apple uh, iPhone like uh, cheap iPhone microphone uh, earbuds here. Well, you're getting like the high quality test stuff over. You just okay, bought that well, new gaming laptop with the uh, no, podcast. That's money? not true. That's not true. Trust it, me. The first, the first thing, the first laptop we buy is going to be something for you, so you don't have to record on your stupid phone <laughs> anymore. Holy cow! <laughs> uh, I would love for you to be able to like do your own <laughs> recording on a good computer. Um, we'll get there eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, you brought it up, and it just reminded me. I keep forgetting to talk about it in the intro of the show here because we have all these guests who don't care, but uh, you care. Um, and you, the listeners may or may not care. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I've been saving up for a while and also good old uncle Trump there, <laughs> Unky Trump, I call him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has sent us those, uh, um, those, uh, uh, I don't remember what they're called anymore. Stimulus checks. Stimulus check. Yeah. And, uh, I, it took a lot of work. It was a lot of work, but I, it actually, I, I earned that money with as much work as I put into convincing my wife. <laughs> <laughs> honestly as much work as it took to convince trudy and uh now I... you know what's great about that garrett in all honesty i love let let me just be completely transparent and blow your stuff right out there in the open is that when you originally told me like hey i'm thinking about approaching trudy and this isn't me trying to be funny this isn't me <laughs> making things bigger to make it entertaining this is fact complete 100 percent fact coming out of my mouth which is crazy but you said okay so i i'm gonna hit trudy up and i'm i'm gonna ask her for x amount of dollars towards me kind of setting up my own recording you know man cave type of thing going on for the podcast yeah and uh i at, love at our house because right now i have at, to drive right. like five ten minutes which doesn't seem that far but it sucks to have to tear down and set down set up every week because you know i do stuff at home so I'd like and a then home you setup. kept you, you kept lowering it by a hundred bucks and then it was a couple yeah. hundred dollars and it was a few hundred dollars less and you just kept you kept like just kind of you know carving it down you were whittling it down like it was an old piece of wood 
And now, I mean, you still have, are going to have a, an amazing setup. It's going to be But I sweet, love yeah. how you just you just kept carving it down. You're like, well, I mean, I guess I don't really have to See, you know, have a microphone. <laughs> JJ, what you don't understand is I'm actually a master, master at bartering. So that, oh. that, that, that's, it's a technique I did there. See, here, this is, okay, here's. Oh, you started here, here's, high. Here's started, learning. Okay. Here, here's a little, little, little lesson from Uncle Unky Garrett, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I started way up here with, with, my, with my stimulus uh, wish list that I had on Amazon. My, I actually named it stimulus check wish list. That's what it was called. <laughs> and Amazon popped up on the top of the page every time she turned on Amazon. Uh, <laughs> and. That was my goal the whole time. I put the best of the best on there. So when I bring it down here, like she's like, okay, that's pretty dang good. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's pretty dang good. You know, I'm telling you what. Right. So, okay. It's a technique, okay. though, JJ. I, yeah, I see. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm learning I'm a lot pretty, from you. I'm yeah. pretty good at what I do. <laughs> Can I get um, you to talk my wife into letting me have some of that stimuli money? Uh, No. Sorry. How about sorry. you talk to my it'll, wife it'll about talking you. to your wife? How about you talk to my wife about talking to your wife about having some of your stimulus money for my uh, setup? No, that's going towards the new baby for sure. That that was the other compromises. They don't look <laughs> the, the other half like of the a, check. <laughs> your next kid can fit in a dresser drawer. I'm just telling you. Look, they're little. They don't take up much space. Oh no no they no! Don't I'm, eat not, much food. I'm not saying that check is actually going towards a baby. It's going towards making Trudy happy because she's having a baby. <laughs> oh okay. Well that that makes sense. That makes sense because at the beginning people just start. They give you a bunch of diapers and stuff like that, and yeah. you don't even have to use diapers because those they, they air dry fine. You just like you know <laughs> get one off. of those. Go. Yeah, get a bidet. Uh, we should probably get into the show, huh? We're 20 minutes in and haven't talked about anything. You do talk a lot, Garrett. I, I mean, do I talk don't, a lot. I'm but yeah, I'm excited. Tells you that. One last thing, though. I am excited about my new setup because I'll be able to record podcasts from home. Won't have to drive the studio. I can just leave everything set up all the time. And then uh, also, I'm hoping this means I'll be able to do more live streams because if everything's just set up all the time, it's literally walking out to my garage, turning on my computer, and everything's ready to go. So that is actually the ultimate goal in, in all transparency. That is the ultimate goal is for each of us to, to have it to a point where we can do live streams and do some Twitch streaming and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Cause right uh, now we're it's each like playing. Yeah. Right now it's like, I have to drive over the studio and normally everything is just set up and ready to go. But I, I actually have other uh, things I have during the week where I'm using the equipment. So I have to tear down set up Mondays and Thursday nights. So two times a week, I'm already tear down, set up, tear down, set up, tear down, set up. I'm sick of it. So it's like, okay, if I can like, what take one less time I have to tear down to set up and just leave it at home. I'm like, oh yeah, it'll be a piece of cake to just walk out there, fire up Twitch, fire up my PlayStation, and uh, play some games <clears> with you guys. So we'll see if that, and, if that actually happens. But and full, full, also full transparency. Just want to share real quick that I am promising you, the loyal listeners, uh, and Garrett right now, and I stake this on Garrett's soul, his eternal soul, that I will be picking up Last of Us Two when it comes out in June. And my first playthrough, I am going to go ahead and stream that uh, to our audience. I do want you guys to be able to see my reactions to it. Hopefully, I can do that with Garrett. Um, I'm not sure if we can work that out or we do it maybe in studio by that point. The, uh, we work together every day. It's social distancing. We're together every day anyway. With I know you come into the office and you know give me a big hug and kiss. I don't really don't like it, but you do it anyway. I know. And- <laughs> you have asked me to stop kissing you, but it's how I show love and affection, Garrett. It's how I show love and affection. No, but I look forward to that, and it's something for you guys to maybe look forward to 
because I want you guys to see the sheer joy that I have over playing this game. I dare it too. You know, you know, oh, yeah, no, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to get into it. But at this point, that's so far away. And I think it's time we get into something else that is called the Nerdy Nudes. It's now time for the Nerdy Nudes. Nice. That sounded so much better than. So good. Uh, so good. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, alrighty, this first news story is coming from GameSpot over there, Jeremy Winslow. Uh, and this is just a little rundown of that little Xbox ev- live stream event that happened this last week. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it was a, it, w- it was an interesting event nonetheless. Um, I had posted in the Discord last week after they announced it. I was like, I'm actually super stoked for this. Like, yeah, I know I'm not the big Xbox fanboy, but I'm excited for what Xbox has to bring. The Series X looks amazing. Um, everything they say sounds amazing. Um, and then when they said, like, hey, they're going to come out, like, hey, Thursday, 8 a.m., we're having a live stream where we're going to reveal a bunch of gameplay from Series X uh, games. Uh, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Like, I'm in 100%. This is going to be gorgeous. I can't wait. It's, uh, they said it was going to be third party. They did say that, hey, it's not going to be free. So you're not getting Halo. You're not getting Gears. But it's going to be, like, all some of their third party stuff like uh um uh well they 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 for sure gave us assassin's creed valhalla but then other than that we didn't know what else was going to be shown thursday came and i missed it live because i'm a <laughs> stupid work I, yeah <laughs> I, I, i'm a normal human being and i don't know like i i had uh work to do now now you know I take that back. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people out there lo- lost their jobs. I feel really bad about saying that right now. I know people have lost their jobs over coronavirus. I apologize. But yeah, I kind of feel bad that you said that. I can't. Yeah, believe that. That's kind of I can't believe. I, don't it. Think you're... I said it, and then I'm like, in a normal world, that would have been fine to say. And I'm like, the world we live in now, <laughs> that was really <clears> bad. So I apologize. But I was bummed I missed the live stream because it is cool to see stuff live like that. Uh, anyways, I watched it over my lunch because it's like 25 minutes long. It wasn't that long. Um, and uh just to get like our impressions i guess out here first uh boy was i underwhelmed um as far as like graphics and stuff okay yeah everything looked incredible like beautiful insane looked so good absolutely agreed Um, the stuff that i saw visually was breathtaking some of the stuff was some some of the stuff was absolutely breathtaking Um, but then there was like, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe this will be an interesting discussion we get into a little more as we get into this new story, but, um, there was very little to no gameplay. So all of that was pre-rendered, recorded in, they said there was recorded in engine, but it's all like, it was all like cutscenes and stuff from games. I'm like. I mean, we have games like The Last of Us Part Two put out a trailer the week prior, or not even the week, like two days prior on Tuesday, that looked just as good as some of that stuff. Um, and that's a PS4 game. So why should I be so excited about the Series X um, when, I don't know, like, of course, a pre-rendered video is going to look good. So, um, And some of the gameplay did look good. What was that first one? Bright Memory Infinite? Bright Memory Infinite looks fantastic. That was fantastic. insane. That, looked, that, that one, honestly was insane because that one showed off uh, ray tracing lighting, like the ray tracing yeah. and stuff. 
like all the rain falling on the ground or the like the the moisture on the ground was just shining in such a realistic way. Yeah. The one thing about that game that really blew me blew me away was right at the end when they talked about that game, the developer was actually one guy in Japan. <sighs> one and guy has made that game. What the heck? It's just amazing to me because honestly, if you guys haven't seen this yet, it's worth going and checking out. And again, yeah. it's only like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. I, I maybe got through two thirds of it. I just didn't have the time to watch the whole thing. But of that game, of everything I saw, that game stood out a lot to me. And then when they said one guy made it, it's like, wow, what? we've come that far. <laughs> we've come that far that, that one guy can make a game like that. That yeah. speaks volumes for where we're, where we're at and where we're going in the future with video games. Yeah, no, it was insane. But um, yeah, so I don't know. It, yeah, I was both ex like, there was some cool stuff in there. Like I was definitely impressed by some of the things I saw, but overall is just like, Oh, like we were told we were going to get one thing and then got something else. So it's not that the, what they showed was necessarily bad. It just wasn't what they said they were going to show. Um, and, and then, yeah, like it was one of those things like, Oh, this is only like slightly better than what, like, yeah, the last of us part two trailer showed us a couple days prior. Um, but yeah, let's get into some of these games that they, uh announced and then and we can take talk more about even our impressions afterwards but so the very first thing they they showed was that bright memory infinite like before they even showed the xbox screen like it just like started into a trailer it's like oh okay here we go like we're going <laughs> um it's a frenetic first person shooter set in a futuristic world that also happens to contain powerful spartan warriors the protagonist has a zipline tool as well as access to speedy vehicles the game is created by a single person at fyqd studio in china so yeah, it's it definitely was a weird aesthetic. Like it starts out, you have a machine gun. It's like, oh, okay, it's like a first person shooter. And then all of a sudden you pull out a sword and like you're fighting these people with big like Spartan like armor and swords. You're like, oh, okay. Like now it's a action game with like sword fighting. And then all <clears> of a sudden, and so and and it even even the setting, it took place almost it looked like 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 rural, like uh yeah, like out in the country somewhere, like in China or something. Like it looked like the middle of you know <laughs> nowhere out in the you know uh, you know more rural area of China. And then all of a sudden he comes up this hill and walks up to this like brick paved road, and these two like super hyper futuristic like DeLorean looking cars pull up, and it's just like I was like so confused when I watched it at first. After I watched it a second time, I'm like, this looks freaking rad. Like this looks crazy. Like this looks so cool. But it starts out with like you know just a modern machine gun and then all of a sudden it's like okay it goes from a modern machine gun to a sword and then you walk up and it's like oh it's like a super futuristic like delorean car it's like i don't know what this game's about but it looks nuts like i can't <laughs> wait to try that um but uh yeah i don't know I, I, if you had any other thoughts on that one other than like yeah that actually beautiful. that game right there uh, because that was the first game that they showed uh that game right there i actually was I had, I watched it after you guys all were kind of bashing the whole thing. So I went into it with a little bit of preconceived notions. Um, when I saw that, I'm like, what are they talking about? This game looks amazing. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of a selling point, a game like that. But I felt like after that, everything kind of went downhill. Yeah. It was like yeah. that game was like they started off really hot and then kind of went to crap i'd love to see that thing get ported to ps4 or ps5 actually yeah i doubt that'll happen but that, yeah, well. we'll see um dirt 5 was the next game announced uh 
uh, and will also feature smart delivery. So from what I can understand, there's a lot of, I don't, it seems pretty simple to me, but everywhere I look online, everyone seems so confused by what smart delivery is. From what I understand, and like I said, to me, it seems simple. So this is what I'm sticking to until someone from Xbox tells me otherwise. What smart delivery is, is basically uh, games that are smart delivery enabled. You buy it once and you have it on every Xbox console. So you buy it, um, whether it's, phys and I assume physical or digital. So you buy like a physical Xbox One disc and play it on your maybe launch Xbox One. And then maybe in two years, you buy an Xbox Series X, you pop that same disc in, and it's not just going to play a backwards compatible version of it. Like it's not going to play the crappy Xbox One version for free. It'll give you the update to basically similar to like with the PS4 right now. Like when you put in a disc and it gives you the PS4 Pro version. Like when I when I pop in a disc on my um, PS4 Pro, it'll say, "Do you want to download you know, the PS4 Pro patch?" Same thing with Xbox One X. Like it'll download the 4K One X texture packs. I think it's going to be like that, but cross gen. Like that's that's what I understand. You buy it once, and it's essentially like cross cross buy like you're buying it on all the consoles and so depending on what you play you're playing on that's the version you'll get kind of thing so dirt 5 will have smart delivery so if you, whether you buy it on xbox one or xbox series x or say, yeah say you buy it on xbox series x a disc and then hand it to your friend who has an xbox one it'll work on his console essentially like that's how i understand it it's smart delivery so it would work I'm surprised him, anybody's the confused by that because that's that's actually exactly the way I understood it when they when they described it. Yeah, I don't. That's like yeah. I said. It seems simple to me. That's how I understood. But I yeah. keep listening to all these podcasts where they like are, keep arguing about it for like 20 minutes about what it is. I'm like, it's so simple. Like it's just cross yeah. by in whatever console you put that disc in or download that digital version of it. Like it'll mm -hmm. give you that version. Like that's it. Boom. Like, yeah, that's it. And, so. and I thought that was kind of the point. You buy the digital version on the Xbox One, and then you buy yourself a Series X, and then you also have the game on the Series X. Yeah, but that it's was but, kind of my but, but you actually you actually get the Series X version of it. Like you're not getting right. like the one version. Like yeah, so, you get the upgraded version, right? Yeah. So I don't know, but Dirt <clears> Five <throat> will have that, which is cool. So you buy it on either one of those consoles, and you'll have it on everything. Um, See, and I wasn't impressed with Dirt Five. Dirt Five hmm. looks like uh, it's another racing game. And it just, for me, I'm not a big fan of the Forza Horizon type games. Those, mm. they're racing games with no story to tell of, you know? I mean, I, I, well, this one I'm apparently not, has a story. I didn't pick that up in the trailer, but reading the description here, it says, uh, as usual, the, the game will be published by Codemasters and includes gorgeous environments and vehicles. And both Nolan North and Troy Baker are featured in the game's story, which is oh. crazy. Because did not, I, don't, I don't, did not get I don't, that. I don't think I don't think the other dirt games had a story mode. Like they had a campaign mode, like you you can race through seasons. I don't think they had a story mode though. Where this one actually has apparently Nolan North, who does the voice of you know Nathan Drake, and Troy Baker, who's the voice of Joel in The Last of Us, like the two best voice actors in the yes. business, mm -hmm. um, are going to be in Dirt Five together. It's like okay, <laughs> cool. Maybe I need yeah. to pick it up for this story. Uh, you know what? I, I didn't. Know. I did not get the impression of a story from that from that yeah. trailer that we not saw. Not at all. Not at all. Thing. So that's kind of interesting. Um, the next game was Scorn. Scorn is a terrifying horror experience reminiscent of Ridley Scott's Prometheus. It is a told in a non-linear structure, and you must explore an unfamiliar world with scary discoveries. This one, honestly, when it first started, I thought it was a Prometheus game. Have you seen the Prometheus? Yes, movie? I yeah. love Prometheus, so, and I actually thought this looked really cool. 
And I saw so it. Th- I'm like, oh, is this a Ridley Scott like Prometheus movie? Like, mm-hmm. and then when it got to the end, it just said Scorn. Like, it didn't have Ridley Scott's name on it. Didn't say anything about Alien at all. I'm just like, huh, interesting. It looks a lot like Alien. Like, it looks like Prometheus. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the deal here? But I don't know. That that one. I was intrigued by this one. Yeah, this one I'm looked definitely... pretty darn good, man. Because I am, I'm a big Prometheus and Alien fan. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it's cut from the same cloth, what's not to love? Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm interested. I mean, I always like a good horror game. Anyways, good scary game. I feel like I don't play enough of them because, you know, I think mainly because of my gaming setup is always in the living room, and Trudy doesn't like them at all. And you know, we have a housemate, and I have a two year old. Now that I have my little man cave in the works, I'm working on putting together. I'll be able to play all the scary games I want. <laughs> you told me before that Trudy doesn't like you just play scary games because you're a screamer, but that's just what you told me in confidence one time in a personal conversation between the two of us. Yeah, yeah, and I was hoping it would have stayed that way, but uh, apparently I now know I can't. Uh, they are all up for grabs with the podcast. Like every every conversation we have, even if the two of us are standing next to a urinal, like right next to each other, <laughs> totally up for grabs on the on the show. Oh, Just saying. <laughs> oh, that's scary. <laughs> Note to self: Don't stand next to JJ at a urinal. Never stand next to me. <laughs> Um, the next game was Chorus, a world premiere for the space combat game. Chorus was shown during the presentation. Clips of gameplay were brief, but the protagonist appears to have a unique connection to her vehicle, and we see a planet disintegrating. <laughs> I love the descriptions on these because because we didn't see much. Like that's the other thing. Like these are all world of premieres, like teaser. Like some of them mm-hmm. were like thirty seconds to a minute long. Um, even there might have been one that was like a minute and a half, but it's still like not a lot. Like you don't get a lot. It's just kind of like almost proof of concept type trailers in a sense is what it felt like sometimes. Um, like even the scorn trailer, it was just like a bunch of like weird oozing things. Like it was kind of gross, honestly. <laughs> it's just like, this tells me nothing, but it looks like it could be scary. And it looks like Prometheus. Like that's all I know about it. <laughs> um, but course was the same way. It just kept showing really, really close, like close up shots of uh, this girl's face, this woman's face. Um, and then really, really close up shots <laughs> of a ship and she kept touching the ship and talking to the ship and then flying the ship and yeah there's maybe like five seconds of gameplay in this like minute long trailer um of her flying a ship if I, if I remember right so that was some of that gameplay they promised that we didn't really get <laughs> yeah it's not that it it's not that it looked bad it's just that there wasn't much meat on the bone so there's just nothing yeah. to really chew on honestly you can't get an idea the visual it, style the visual style reminded me a lot of control like the way Which it, it was a control year last year. It was like I mean, control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Control in space is what it felt like. Like mm-hmm. it had like the visual style of like control, but like with spaceships and you're flying through space and there's planets and stuff. But like some of the, like the, it, I'm, I'm assuming what's a, like a aircraft hangar or something like why else would this spaceship be parked there? I don't know. Um, and it had like this, the, the way the walls look and the floor look and the aesthetic, everything. I'm like, <clears> Oh, <throat> this is like a, like a sci-fi version of, you know, this, I, that I'm game not we sure. Got. Did you get a, did you get a chance to play control? I, I know so we it, talked about the game, but I can't remember if you got a chance to play it or not. I played like the first like 30 minutes of it because it's uh, it was, I, I don't know if it still is, I haven't been on in, a, in the last week, but it was one of the free games on PlayStation Now that you could play because I bought that year subscription for 40 bucks that they did mm. a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I downloaded it, installed it, played about 30 minutes of it, and I was super interested, but at that point, I'm still like so deep in... Final Fantasy VII, which I'm almost done with. I'm almost finished. Mm-hmm. And then I can move on to other games, move on with my life. But at this point, yeah, I, I was like, 
I shouldn't play anymore because what will happen if I get too far, I'll be like, I'm too far to where I don't remember the story before. And also like, I don't want to start over and, you know, to refresh my memory. So I was like, I'll just stop now and it'll all be good. (laughs) Well, I saw, I saw, I saw brief pieces of control and you know what it looked a lot like. And then later I found out it's, there's a reason it looks a lot like Alan Wake. I don't know if you remember that game or not. I but never it had, played it, but I remember it. Yeah, it had a very similar, apparently it's in the same universe. It's the same developer. <laughs> so, it takes place yeah. in the same universe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. They announced DLC. I think it's it's one of those things where like it's a spoiler, but it's like they, they put out DLC for it. Like, sorry. Like, you, yeah, it's a little it's late like, now. <laughs> like, if you open up the PlayStation Store, you're going to see that there's the Alan Wake, you know, DLC mm-hmm. for it. So sorry for all you people out there uh, who didn't realize it was part of the Alan Wake universe. Um, but yeah, Alan Wake was one that I definitely had heard a lot about, never had a chance to play it. That was, a, I think it was a 360 exclusive. It never came to PS3. Um, so when I had the Xbox 360s, at that point, I was still too into Halo and Gears of War to care about anything else. <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> I was one of those bro gamers I talk about where all I want to play yep. is, you know, get in there, get in a Halo or Call of Duty. And now you um, badmouth them so, uh, yeah. it's so Because bad. I was one. I, I can because I was one. That's fine. Is that what, the, <laughs> as long as you were one, you can you can just yeah. trash talk them? and That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to move on. I was going to make another joke and I'll just move on. Um, Madden 21 was the next game announced, which surprise, surprise, no one saw that coming. At next year, there's going to be another Madden game. Um, Madden 21, Patrick Mahomes. I apologize for my pronunciation. I don't watch sports. I don't know who this guy was. <laughs> he honestly popped up. I'm like, I'm going to assume he's a football player. Like, I don't know. Like, I honestly didn't know he's a football player until they started showing gameplay of Madden. Because at first it just shows a guy sitting on a couch and he's talking about like, yeah, I can't wait to bring you this next game. And I'm excited, all this stuff. And I'm like, I assume this is sports, but they haven't said what sport yet. And I don't know who you are. <laughs> and then finally, like they showed football. I'm like, okay, cool. Madden. Yep. That's it. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> tell you who any football players are or anything like that. either. Yeah, not at all. Um, but as expected, the game is coming to Xbox series X. The game supports an upgrade program, meaning you'll get the game for free on Xbox series X. If you purchase on Xbox one, however, it is not smart delivery and will only be available for a limited time. So this is weird. This is one of those instances where, Madden 21 will not have smart delivery, but what they're going to do is if you buy it on Xbox One and then uh, I think like, yeah, next year, in the next two years, buy a Series X, you'll get a free upgrade to the Series X version. But there's a catch. In the fine print, and I think it was on Twitter, they posted like a little graphic, and in the fine print on the graphic, it said... That deal is only available until December of 2020. So, if you so so I mean so as long, you have to buy the, the the game by December, like the end of December. So like December 31st, 2020. As long as you buy Madden 21 on Xbox One before the end of the year, then if, you know two years later when you buy Series X, you'll have that version. But if you buy it on January 1st of 2021, you do not get that upgrade to the Series X version, <laughs> which is bizarre like so crazy like especially for a live stream that was like boasting like smart delivery smart delivery smart delivery and then it's like this one 
doesn't really have smart delivery. It's actually, it's, <laughs> we'll, we'll give you an upgrade, but only for a limited time. And uh, it just seems kind of shady, but that's EA. Like that's, that's all EA does is just is shady things over there all the time. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, this one. Okay. I don't know how far you got into that, the conference, but this, I didn't get any so further bad. actually. Okay. I didn't get any further. Is this, this the vampire is one? Is it the, vampire? Oh, yeah. The masquerade. Bloodlines 2 it has a very long name. Vampire colon the masquerade dash Bloodlines 2. That's okay, the full is colon name of the game. actually in the title? Does it say colon? Like, no, like the, a colon, <laughs> like, you know, the two dots. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Paradox Interactive, Hardsuit Labs, and World of Darkness presented a new trailer for Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 that showed off twisting a twisting world, fast-paced combat, and the freedom you'll have to shape its setting to your whim. So as far as gameplay, uh, it honestly looked pretty crazy like you it seems like you can just do whatever you want it seems like it's like yeah it's a vampire simulator like hey you're a vampire do whatever you want kill people uh don't kill people go on dates is with it people. open world yeah or, yeah it's oh, an open okay. from what i could tell it seemed like an open world game i <clears throat> a, a, a huge open world and like i said they didn't say this but just from what i could tell from the trailer because they did show gameplay in this trailer i could tell from the the trailer and then from what I think I know, because I've never played the original one either, the first one. From what I think I understand, the first one, I think it is partially open world. Um, but this game looked like like an Xbox 360 or PS3 game. Like think uh, at the Game Awards when they showed that trailer for uh, the Fast and the Furious game. Oh, it was so bad. So like that's what some of the people looked like. The environments looked great a lot of the time some of the times some of the times uh like 87 maybe 70 percent of the time the the environments looked great but and but only like 20 percent of the time the people looked great like there's a couple times i'm like oh wow yeah that character model looks really good um and then like all of a sudden it cuts to a scene where they're like in a nightclub or something and it like zooms in on this woman trying to like this woman vampire trying to seduce this man or whatever you know like says something to him and like her face just looks like totally dead like no pun intended there like it actually just looked total it's like <laughs> like oh wow there's like the animation is really bad and then like alternate cuts to his face <clears throat> and you would expect him to have like some sort of reaction on his face whether it's like you know whether he's falling for this woman or maybe even just like shock or whatever but nothing it's just like blank face like blank stare like mouth like it gave kind of was like <laughs> uh, like not even scared like when i just did that i looked more scared it's just like yeah it's very similar face to what <laughs> happens like, when what i world? say a joke that ge- that zetch doesn't understand or he's a scared <laughs> that he's going to get in trouble for for one of my jokes and he goes and he does that face that's the face yeah, that's, that's the, the face, face you're describing face, right now yep. the exactly. same thing happened with wwe 2k20 where yeah. it just the other games that wwe 2k were putting out were were actually really great uh, 2K16, 17, 18, they were really great games. And then the most recent one that came out was Utter Dog Crap. I, I can't remember if it was 19 or 20, but it was absolutely horrible. And the same yeah, thing 20. with the Fast it was and this Furious. Year, the one that came out this year, yeah. Yeah, and the Fast and Furious game, same thing. It just <laughs> looks like a so game bad. that they just rushed From a like game. like last gen. It, so is that kind of, if that's what you're saying, that this doesn't bode well for this vampire game. Like I said, like the environments are beautiful. The environments look great. Like the buildings, the city, everything looked good. It was just like the character models. And something that we need to remember, even with all these games, they are all like 
still in production. Like that's the reason they, I think that's the reason we didn't get as more gameplay in the trailers is because they're still working on them. Like the Xbox Series X is coming holiday 2020, which could be like November, December at the latest. Like for all we know, some of these games, some of these games might not even, even be launch games. They could be coming like in February or March of next year. So it's one of those things where they're all still in development. So you got to give them a little bit of a break. But what blew my mind, and this is kind of like kind of maybe to go into that, like the topic of like our original impressions of this thing, like the whole the whole point of this live stream was to show off uh, gameplay. They kept talking about they kept talking about um, the uh, smart delivery. Uh, and then obviously like their whole marketing strategy is like, we're the most powerful console on the, in the world, in the planet, whatever. And for them to come out and show off games that didn't look perfect, um, or as close to perfect as possible. Um, this kind of shocked me. Like, is this kind of like, Oh, like you're trying to convince me this is the most powerful console in the world. And this is a trailer that. Like in where like the cutscenes looked good, but then it was like those moments where they showed the gameplay. I'm like, hey. <laughs> like, mm. what is this? So I don't know. It just kind of surprised me with Xbox, you know, doing this, and it's like, oh, this is not what you were going for. Um, let's just get through some of these other ones a little quicker. We're we're going long on this, but I mean, it's these are some fun games to talk about. So, and I this mean, it's, it's this good. is this is the big the big article that we're talking yeah, there, about this week. There wasn't so, I mean, much news last week. So that's why we're kind of dragging this out <clears> too. There wasn't much <laughs> that happened. Um, Call of the Sea was the next one, uh, a bright and colorful yet mysterious adventure game. Call of the Sea sees a woman searching for Harry. It takes place in the thirties in the South Pacific and is filled with plenty of secrets and discoveries. Um, this one, the graphic style almost reminded me of uh, Sea of Thieves a little bit from what I could tell from like some, at least the environments, the environments I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Look like sea of thieves, which is like that Xbox exclusive, that pirate game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that sea of thieves. I've never gotten a chance to play it obviously because I don't have an Xbox, but it looks like a lot of fun. So if, it's fun. If, it's fun with friends. There's no, like, there's no story mode to it. The oh, point sure, of it is sure, like, sure. you're literally just dropped on an Island and given a treasure map. And it's like, good luck, figure out the game. Like from what <laughs> I remember, it didn't even give me a tutorial. Like, it's just like, here's a treasure map, figure it out have fun. Good luck. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, luckily I had friends to play with. So they taught me how to play, but it is a lot of fun. Like if you have a whole group of people that's screwing around, like chasing other pirates down, shooting their ship up and stuff like that. It's, it's a blast. But, um, let's see, uh, the ascent is the next game, a cyberpunk game with mech slaves and workers in a rundown city. The ascent is an isometrics shooter with science fiction abilities and appears similar to Diablo alienation and Warhammer for 40 K inquisitor. Um, the medium is, oh, this game looked crazy too. You need to watch the trailer for the medium. You said you didn't make it this far. So you need to go back and watch this one. This is, so the medium trailer began with a woman getting an ultrasound on her unborn child before shifting to her praying inside an empty church. She appears to be hallucinating as it briefly turns demonic and ventures out into the cold. The game will be available this holiday season. <laughs> like, so basically, yeah, the trailer starts out with like, it's this lady in a hospital bed. She's getting an ultrasound or you can see her unborn baby, you know, up on the screen, heart rate and everything. And then all of a sudden it cuts to her like praying in a church, just sobbing, weeping. And like all of a sudden everything kind of flashes. Like you can tell she's hallucinating or something is what it seems like. And every, all of a sudden it just like looks like hell. And then all of a sudden it flashes back to the inside the church. And then she goes outside and 
yeah, no, it's just like it's just a crazy trailer. You need to watch it. Like it just that goes, sounds awesome. That like, sounds that's exactly just, what the kind of kind of stuff and, I like. Yeah, I'll watch it that, tonight. And that's just like the first, you know, three seconds of it. And so it's like, holy cow, this game looks insane. Um, so go give that one, go give that one a watch. I'm interested in that. Another good scary game. We got some good games coming out that I might need to get an Xbox Series X just so we, for Halloween this year when we do spooky gamer boys again. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scarlet Nexus, a trailer for Scarlet Nexus from Bandai Namco featured enemies called the Others who cannot be hurt with traditional means. Trees are sprouted from their heads and only with special psionic powers can the OSF organization save the world. Enough said. That game didn't make any sense. It was <laughs> the most bizarre trailer I've ever seen. Second Extinction is a new first-person shooter with Avalanche Studios. Earth has befallen and dinosaur creatures roam free. With a squad of players, you can take back the planet and slaughter the invaders. This game was a mix between Turok. Did you ever play the Turok game? I played Turok, yeah. So this is literally like a mix between Turok and like Left 4 Dead on Xbox 360, Mm -hmm. where it's like three people team up and then there's just hordes of dinosaurs and you just fight them. I'm like, this looks awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yakuza Like a Dragon is coming to Xbox Series X at launch and and all of its drama and eccentricities intact. The game ditches real-time combat for a new turn-based system that is just goofy enough to work in Sega's long-running franchise. Um, and the last game they showed off was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We saw Assassin's Creed Valhalla's gameplay debut to finish off the presentation. This included footage of a battering ram hitting a gate, archery, and brutal melee combat. However, the relatively <laughs> short presentation showed only a glimpse of direct gameplay. So I think this was the biggest disappointment of the whole thing was they obviously announced for the very first time Assassin's Creed Valhalla last week. They showed off a trailer, and then they were like, hey, tune in next week to the Xbox conference for some gameplay. And, like, I was waiting. the Basically, this is all I cared about. I was waiting the entire time to watch this trailer. And then it comes on, and I'm like, oh, there's – at first glance, I was like, there wasn't gameplay in that. And then I wa- went back and watched it again. I'm like – Okay, I could see where there might have been gameplay in that, but it wasn't, again, it was like one of those things where like, it was like a cutscene or like it was a fraction of a second of some gameplay, like like they said, like uh, a battering ram hitting a gate. So like, boom, like that's all you see of some gameplay or archery, like someone shooting an arrow. As long as it takes to shoot an arrow, like that's all like, zoom, and then like it cuts to like something else. It's like, oh, that's not... When we think of gameplay, you think of someone like you see the HUD, you can see menus, you can see someone running around like the camera behind the character, like gameplay. Like that's what. And, and that's sad because I thought that Valhalla looked great. Oh, it still um, don't get me wrong. It still looks amazing. I was just more bummed that we didn't see gameplay. Mm-hmm. It looks freaking amazing. Yeah. No. I, and the thing is, is like, I'm, I'm going to tell you, like my impression of Odyssey, I got a chance to check out Odyssey a little bit. And I know other people have said this about it, and this is what my impression was when I checked it out. It's too much for me. It's too big. It's it's a giant game. Uh, so I've heard that this is supposed to be a little bit smaller, so it's not going to be as large. Um, I, me being the kind of gamer that doesn't really have 100 hours to put into games, um, I just was like, oh, man, I can't. I can't play this game. I would never yeah. get to the main story and I'd just be, I'd, you know, be super way too busy. But like Valhalla, it looks like I it's mean, something that, you know. I mean, you'd be, you'd be, uh, what's that game? Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, yes, I, I don't, I I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Odyssey was any bigger than that. Maybe it was a little bit because I think they had I, DLC for Odyssey where they didn't have DLC for Red Dead. But <laughs> here, here's the difference though. I grew up 
uh, in an era where my dad watched uh, old Westerns the whole time I was growing up. He was a huge John Wayne fan. So because of that, there was some residual uh, cowboy love for me. So Mm. I love being immersed in that world. Yeah. Not so much with the, uh, the Assassin's Creed stuff, you know? Right. Yeah. And and I I loved every minute of Red Dead. I know you're not a big fan, but I, uh, that game was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I think it's a shame you've never, you've never finished it. Big gamer. (coughs) Sorry. It's just when when a game's not fun, why waste my time? You know, (laughs) Uh, <laughs> you look at me like I'm crazy. But well, because I mean, come not... on, that game is amazing. How how is it not fun? Because you weren't good at it, Garrett. You're not good at a lot of games. Because riding around on a fun riding around on a horse for like 15 hours before I got to the next mission isn't fun. Like I just wanted to play the mission. I just want to get through the story. Uh, man. Uh, cool. Well, that's that's it for that Xbox rundown. So I guess to TLDR this whole thing. Uh you skip through the entire episode and you're just tuning in now all of a sudden you're like man they've been talking about this thing forever here's the final thoughts there's a lot of cool stuff there was some stuff that looked really good really amazing uh i was just bummed that they didn't follow through the way they made it sound like they're going to with gameplay and stuff like that like i was really excited to see real life like I want to see it right in my face exactly what this is going to look like when you fire up a Series X. Like that's that's almost what I expected. Like they're going to plug in a Series X and fire it up and let's let's see it. And that's not what happened. So that's how I feel about it. Cool stuff, awesome games. Some of them were, but then yeah, why did they promise gameplay if there wasn't that much? So well, one other thing that they did they did promise is they promised that they're going to be coming out with with new stuff. I don't remember if they said every week. Or, or oh, more yeah. often. So that's, that's so, so that that is something that you were right. Uh, every Xbox twenty, they're calling it Xbox twenty twenty, uh, will occur every month throughout the rest of the year, with each live stream featuring different content surrounding the games, uh, the company's various arms. This includes focusing on things like Xbox Series X, Xbox Game Studios, Xbox Game Pass, X Cloud, and more. Uh, so I know in June, not June, not next month, but the month after in July. They're going to do one that's going to have a uh, focus on f- the first-party games. Um, so like Halo, Gears of War, Forza, all that stuff, you'll probably see more at that point. There's still hope for the Xbox X here or the Series X. I, oh, I think 100%. that like, we're, we're not blasting them. I know we're Sony ponies, and uh, I know that Zetch is a big Xbox fan, and we've got a lot of listeners, uh, a lot of people who are very... Uh, proficient in our discord that are huge xbox fans most of our listeners are xbox people but the but the funny thing is we we don't hate xbox we're not i i would gladly get an xbox if it put out the quality uh a level games that i look for with the great stories i am not the kind of person who uh, goes to, to do bro gaming with my friends that's not how i socialize and i think that's where xbox uh, one of their strong suits is socializing with other gamers. Uh, I go to get to get away from others and to uh, to forge my own path and go on an adventure while safely doing so from my couch. You know, so um, I just I don't want to like crap all over Xbox. I just feel like this was a big letdown for what I saw. I said I saw about two thirds of it, and um, I think some of the stuff looked really good. But in my final impression. Um, 
I think that you're going to have to do more to lull some of the Sony people over to buying a Series X uh, for this yeah. generation. You're going to have to do more, guys. This definitely wasn't like a nail in the final nail in the coffin by any means, but um, it just means because, yeah, I'm still optimistic. I'm like, well, yeah, these were third party. And these weren't even like, these were third party developers, but they weren't even like, the third party developers because there's there's triple a third party developers like i mean ubisoft is one of them so i i expected more from ubisoft but um like they we didn't see anything from bethesda we didn't see anything from uh, we saw madden from ea but i'm sure ea will have more we didn't see much from ea um okay like what is uh i don't know like uh gearbox is working on something for playstation are they going to have something for xbox as well um there's all these like big name third-party developers that uh we haven't you know square square enix like what are they gonna have like they just finished up final fantasy 7 are they gonna reveal something so yeah i i expected to see also more of that at this and when i didn't see that i'm like okay well basically what that tells me then is there's more to come which gives me hope so i'm still hopeful and i i hope the best for xbox like i don't want them to fail like i want Absolutely. the series x i want the series x to be freaking awesome because if it is like heck like maybe one day i'll pick one up but definitely yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see we will and, see and also keep this in mind um when a, a large a large company a large uh company has competition it breeds better ingenuity so with Xbox doing well, that only means that Sony is going to be pushed to continue to put out good stuff and vice versa. So the same thing with uh, a McDonald's hamburger versus Burger King or, or Chick-fil-A or whatever. When you have competition, that keeps everybody up at putting out quality crap. So I hope that, that they both do well this time around. But more than likely, uh, we've already kind of uh, landed on we're, we're probably going to be going with the PS5. Almost 100% positive that that's the case. Yeah, Unless PlayStation totally comes out and just whiffs it. And, just, and craps like, the bed. Yeah, if yeah, they get like, out and like crap the bed. <laughs> there's like two, there's going to be two games at launch. And that's the other thing, like with the whole smart delivery thing, Xbox is 100% like forcing Sony's hand. Like if Sony doesn't have something similar to smart delivery on their system, Honestly, that's going to be a huge blow. Like even for me as a huge Sony fan, like that does make me question like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, they're going to have all the exclusives, but I have to buy games twice to get the better experience. Like that sucks. So I hope that I hope I, in my opinion, in my professional opinion, I, uh, I believe that. professionals now? (laughs) Yeah. It, fake it till you make it, JJ. Fake right. it till you make it. I've been saying that my whole life. That's actually my <laughs> motto. I have it stitched in my underwear. I'm just kidding. I'm not wearing underwear. Um, I believe that, yeah, Sony will, like, they definitely have something like, like their own version of smart delivery. They have to. And if they don't, boy, they just <laughs> killed, they just killed a lot of sales right there by not having that. It's going to be huge because if Xbox can come out and be like, we have this and Sony doesn't, it's going to be like what, PlayStation did the Xbox at the beginning of this generation when Xbox originally wouldn't let you share games. Once a game was used on your system, a physical disc, you couldn't use on, there's no trading in disc or no swapping disc. So um, yeah, basically that's exactly what it would be like. And I think very quickly Sony would turn around and have to rectify that, which is what Xbox did. Eventually they obviously changed that. Like, oh, actually you can share games. It's okay now to share games. Sorry. Like we we were just kidding before. (laughs) So 
I don't know. I imagine Sony either has to have that at launch or very quickly afterwards. I'm kind of sad right now that Zetch isn't on the the show this week. Uh, that Zetch took the week off because he's so much smarter no, than the two him. of us. Oh, is that what happened? Okay, I fired he's, him. Yeah, I was gonna say he's so much smarter than the both of us put together. Um, but he but he just has that whole he's an Xbox guy. So I know that he'd just be ripping into us right now and like tearing what do you us mean? up. I've been I've been saying nothing but good about Xbox <laughs> about how like if Sony doesn't have this thing like Xbox is gonna be the winner like. I literally just said that. No, I know, but I just like to. <laughs> I like to play with that line. No, that's no. that's my thing. No, no. That's, what, no, that's what I do. Yeah, you're right, though. Either way, Zetch would would have to set us straight. He'd always yeah, he always gets smarter. He, he is smarter than us, and he, he does know more about the Xbox and side. <laughs> even when we agree with him, he he still gets angry <laughs> and like jumps all over us. And that's why I love that little guy, you know. And I just want to put him in my pocket and carry him around with me all the time, you know. Don't you love he's, how I always make him sound I know. so small? He's, he's not like gonna so like diminutive. You anymore. He's oh no, really... he has no choice but to love me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if not, oh, I'll have man. my brother Adrian beat him up. You know, and that that could happen. Yeah, there you go. Alrighty, well, we are an hour in, and we did one news story, so that's good. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's nothing else that really happened this week, Garrett. No. We can just bust through. <laughs> so let me read the headlines. Assassin's Creed, well, JJ ended up talking about the one thing. Assassin's Creed Valhalla length will be shorter than Odyssey. Um, so, yeah, there you go. So if you thought Odyssey was too big, too expansive, too awesome, uh, Valhalla will be smaller, a little more compact for you. <clears throat> I didn't mean me. to bury the lead on that story. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew I read that somewhere. I don't know where yeah, I came yeah. up with that. I'm like, man, yeah. I sound so smart right now. Can't imagine where you where you heard of that one. Uh, the other one, I, Nintendo. Hey, that's positive because that means I actually read the show notes this week. Right. That's a good thing. That's. I think that's the first time it's happened. It um, is absolutely the first time that's happened. <laughs> uh, Nintendo Switch has now sold 55.77 million units worldwide, uh, which it doesn't say in this article here. But I think the other day when I was talking to you, JJ, well, because we were talking about this last week, um, at this point, the Xbox One X has sold approximately like 45, it's an estimated 45 million. They don't know for sure because after Microsoft started like not doing good in sales, they stopped reporting their sales. So based off of just estimates, people believe they've sold around 45 million. And so in... Let's see. That so Series X is, or not Series X, the One X. Or, ah, stupid. I hate the Xbox. Just have a normal name. The <laughs> Xbox One. Just the, the Xbox yeah. One, whatever you want to call this stupid thing, came out in 2013. It was it 2014? 2013, I think. Oh, 2013? Okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and the Switch came out in 2017. So full, you know, four year difference there. And uh, it's crazy to think that Switch in three years has <laughs> just demolished the Xbox, which, you know, it's a different, it's a different audience. It's a handheld. Completely. It's a, even though some people use it for a console, I use it mainly as a console. I rarely actually use it handheld anymore. But um, for some people, it's their handheld device because the DS is, kind of, you know, they've, got, they've gotten rid of the 3DS um, and with the, them coming out with the Switch Lite. Um, so there's obviously a lot of factors that play into those sales and the fact that we've, been stuck indoors for the past month and a half and no one has anything else to do so switches have been sold out for the past month (laughs) you gotta remember that that's a big reason yes they already were kicking butt they already were like selling like 
hotcakes. But over the course of this, you know, being social distance and locked and with in Animal doors, Crossing coming out at the same time, it, it has blown up and you cannot find uh, Nintendo Switches anywhere. You absolutely cannot out. find Animal them anywhere. Animal Crossing sold out. Everything is just like going. It's just insane. Yeah. The ones that are available uh, on eBay or Amazon are going for upwards of five and six hundred dollars. I mean, they're they're people are price gouging because they're just you can't find them anywhere. However, you can still find Nintendo Switch lights. Uh, those are are much more easily accessible. Uh, in fact, I did try to work on my wife Janet a couple of days ago. I think yesterday or the day before. I said, hey, it's an investment. What if I got myself a Switch Lite? And she's like, no, no more consoles. And I'm like, but Garrett's using his stimulus money to build, um, you know, like a whole man cave type of thing. Like, I just, <laughs> I think a couple hundred dollars for me to have um, a Switch Lite for myself to be able to play. Uh, wait, you know, so I think she said no. Um, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm going to keep working on her. Because what I found, Garrett, is, and for you listening uh, audience, is I'm really good at wearing people down. Uh, it's how I got her to say yes when I asked her to marry me. I just wore her down. And it's just what I do. So I'm going to keep that's working how, on that. I've got that's some That's how JJ ended up on the podcast. You just wore me down. <laughs> Zetch was actually the original choice for host of this show with you. And uh, yeah, I, and that's, you know, we had no choice but to bring him in later. But, you know, that's what I did. I wear you down. That's what yeah. I do. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So Switch is killing it. It's pretty dang cool. Um, and yeah, thanks to COVID-19 and, uh, and Animal Crossing New Horizons coming out, man, they're killing it. Um, I've seen a Nintendo Switch somewhere in the last like month. If they're going for that much on eBay, I should pick one up and sell it. I can make some money, pay off my man cave that I'm building my little corner in the garage. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, the last story, uh, there's a cool indie game event happening in June, uh, by it's called the Gorilla Collective, which I believe it's attached to Gorilla Games, which is a developer who did uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and the Killzone series. So um, that's happening June sixth to June eighth. That's going to be part of IGN's Summer of Gaming Showcase. So looking at that, if you're interested, there's a lot of cool indie games out there. So yeah, it might be cool to uh, um, watch that one. Let's get into uh, the part of the show where we talk about our Patreon. So uh, if you haven't already, go check out supergamerboys.com slash Patreon over there for just a buck a month. You can get our episodes early and ad-free, the audio versions. Um, and then uh, five bucks a month, you get the show notes. Uh, Ten bucks a month, you get the shout-out on the show as a sponsor. Fifteen bucks a month, you become a producer and at that point you can get also uh pitch us on segments that we do in the show so we actually um adrian holmes our patreon producer he sent me a message on on twitter uh with a new segment uh, i'm excited to work on that one maybe with zetch for next week um, unfortunately jj i don't think you'll be able to you know be be i don't think you'll have much to say in it but uh he does he does give you a job though you do have something to do while we're doing it like so he gives there's something for everyone there's something for everyone there okay uh, <laughs> okay i i get it i get it i'm the dumb one i i look i'm not even gonna deny it garrett <laughs> 
uh, I'm sorry. You have to find out this way, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I already knew. Oh, I already okay, okay. knew. Shoot. Good, good. I um, misspell my own name and it's two initials, Garrett. So <laughs> how is that possible? Yeah, yeah good question. Um, so yeah, if, if you love what we do, if you want to support us, please go to supergamerboys.com slash uh, or patreon.com slash supergamerboys. It's quick and easy to do. Check out our tiers over there. We have some, you know, you can take a look at all the tiers, what's what we offer. And uh, yeah, we very much appreciate all you guys who do support us. Um, we honestly wouldn't be able to do so much without you guys um, because yeah, it does go towards games and movies that we watch and rent and play. Um, whether it's something weird, I mean, at this point we're not going to movie theaters, but we're renting something off Amazon. We're buying a new game like a couple months ago with all that stuff that came out with Animal Crossing and um, Final Fantasy VII, uh, Jedi, uh, this new Star Wars game that came out last November. That could not have been done without you guys. So thank you very much. Um, and uh, if you want us to be able to keep on buying those games to talk about on the show, head over to Patreon. We'd, we'd very much appreciate that. So back to the show. Alrighty, time for some new releases. Uh, so there's, well, there's only one on this list, but now I actually saw a news story earlier that uh, I think it got delayed. So originally Star Wars Episode One Racer, which was like an N64 game. Uh, that got remastered was supposed to come on PS4 and Switch on May 12th. Uh, but the last I heard on a Twitter post earlier today, it got delayed. So sorry, no Star Wars. Racer. So there's no, nothing. No, no <laughs> new releases. So there's that. I told you guys, there wasn't a lot of crazy news and there wasn't new releases. Pretty, pretty lame last week other than the Xbox thing. Um, so JJ, what you been playing? Oh, I forgot to read this back on the, on the nerdy nudes. Talking about, uh, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm never gonna hear the end of this. I'm gonna get a text the second he listens to this episode. Derek Peterson, one of our Patreon supporters. Back when we were talking about the Series X, I was supposed to make a comment about Madden 20. He says, "I'll whoop anyone in Madden 20. Come at me." <laughs> <laughs> so if you're interested in whooping or getting whooped or getting by Derek Peterson right. getting whooped by Derek Peterson in Madden 20 which was this last year's game not the new game coming out but last year's head over to page, uh, supergamervoice.com/discord join our discord and find Derek over there he's there he'll he'll you'll find him just just put the challenge out and what you're playing and uh you'll probably get whooped in Madden so the gauntlet has been thrown down Derek is kind of a ruthless player he's, he's extremely ruthless yeah He's uh he is on PlayStation Four for if you're if you're wondering so if you're on PS Four have Madden Twenty want to get whooped head over to SuperGameBoys.com/discord to get hooked up with Derek there. Um, anyways, what you been playing? Okay, so I'll tell you what uh, I I've been playing Resident Evil Two and Three. And three, I, ended I forgot up, about that. I ended up finishing three. I got I got three and I just demolished that game. I'll tell you what, you guys played it and you didn't have a whole lot of love for it. I got to tell you, I actually really enjoyed the game. I thought it was a lot of fun. It wasn't as scary as Resident Evil 2 by any stretch of the imagination, but it was a lot of fun. It was it was shorter, which I actually really appreciated because I was able to find the end of the game eventually. Yeah. And the final boss fight was fantastic. It, there was this just amazing gun that you get to like, 
uh, fight the big baddie with. Literally I, shove it down its throat. It was just incredible. <laughs> uh, the one thing that Resident Evil always does better than anybody is the giant monsters. And then you think it's over and then the monster gets bigger. This happens at every Resident Evil game. And without exception, uh, Resident Evil 3 was a lot of fun. Nemesis was a fun baddie to fight. And uh, I just felt like I kept beating him and he kept coming back bigger and badder and harder to fight. Uh, but I had a lot of fun with that game. I thought it was great. I'm surprised that you guys didn't like it. I thought there was a lot of action. Well, so here's, you. I feel like I have to clarify myself every time I talk to you about it because it's not, it was a good game. It just, yeah, there was this, you didn't think it was sixty dollars worth. I remember it wasn't that sixty dollars worth. Yeah. yeah, like I would have paid thirty or forty for it easily. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I think it would have been worth that much. It felt like a DLC. That's what it felt like. You know, it felt like like a DLC pack for Resident Evil Two. Like it could have been an, an, a download, like similar to like uh, how The Last of Us had. Uh, what was that uh, DLC pack that I had? It was like an extra story about Ellie. It was like a prequel story. Um, Oh, yes, yes, uh, where she was alone in the left, mall. Left behind or yes. something mm -hmm. weird or something like that. Yeah. yeah, so like that's almost what it felt like it should have been. Like it could have been like, oh, this is like a DLC pack for an extra 20, 30 bucks or something. I mean, I think it was yeah. worth more like 40. It wasn't worth 20 sure. bucks, but you know what I mean. Like it didn't feel yeah. like a full game. And then uh, as far as Resident Evil 2, um, so I was, I was home quite a bit and I... I, I took a couple of extra days off, had a little vacation at home, and um, I got to play a lot of games. So all I was playing was Resident Evil 3 and 2. So I was playing 2, I took the time away to play 3, finished 3, and then jumped back over to 2. And <laughs> I got right at the very end of 2. The, exactly at the end, fighting the boss at the very last part of it. And I rage quit. I did not finish the game. <laughs> I, I had to stop. I was too low on health to beat the, the bad guy. I kept dying over and over and over again. Um, but I also was finding strife because my wife um, was sleeping on the couch. And every time she's turning around, she's seeing me play this uh, demonic game. And so she said, like, you're playing the most demonic game and your children are in the house. And why are you playing these horrible games? You know, and so I felt guilty about playing the game. And so that was partially the reason why I stopped was because I felt like I am playing like these horrible, horrible games. I, my kids can't be in the room when I'm playing them. Um, so I literally gave up on finishing part two. I, I could have probably done it. I think I had enough health to do it, but it would have taken me a lot more time. And I felt like, I got everything I wanted out of the game. I did have a whole lot of fun. The one negative that I can say about, about Resident Evil 2 is way, way too much going back and forth, back and forth throughout the police station, getting stuff. It just felt like, oh, now I got to run back over here and now back over to this place. And I just felt like it was really too repetitive. Um, mm. You got to go grab this key and then you got to run back over here. But I, yeah. liked, I liked that 3... You didn't have to do that as much. I, yeah, I really as, felt like yeah. three wasn't, you weren't having to do that as much. 
Well, three but, even three in some cases even felt like a little bit of a quote unquote open world, I guess you could say. Like whereas, like oh, like you could you were free to explore like large areas at a time and just like no, do what you want, go ahead. It's like yeah. oh, okay, this is interesting. But, but ultimately, I got my money's worth out of two and three, mostly because I didn't pay for either of them. Yeah, you are <laughs> correct. One was mine, and the other was uh, from Super Gamer Boy. So thank you so much to our supporters there. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, no, I'm I'm glad you enjoy those because they, like it, they they're both, they are both fun games, and I definitely loved two a lot more. Um, so so yeah, I'm glad you're able to have fun with them, enjoy those, and yeah, I'm I was honestly surprised when you told me you finished three. I'm like, oh, you like burned through that quick, but I mean, and I know it was a short game, but let me tell you, you know. real quick, I just have to add this about two because I don't think I've said this out loud. Uh, I know I said it to you, but I haven't said it on the show. When Tyrant gets introduced in the game, it is one of the most terrifying things that I have ever dealt with in my entire life. When that guy is yeah. you know, coming and the music starts and you hear his footsteps, I swear doof, I have never doof, been, doof, my heart doof, was trying to come out you. of my chest and like it legitimately scared the crap out of me because yeah. he was like, boom, boom, and I'm like, oh my gosh, where do I go? And where they really got bad, was when I, I was in the main hall and then uh, I yeah. hear the I hear the footsteps coming and I'm like, no. That was always no. a, safe, a safe zone. And then he actually comes into the main hall and I was like, there is no <laughs> way. And it freaked me out. I'm so serious. It scared the crap out of me. I implore you guys, if you guys have not played either of those Resident Evil games, Resident Evil 2 and 3, they're definitely worth a playthrough. They they are fun. Oh, they're very 100%, fun. One hundred percent. Yeah, no. but don't and play them in the dark. That's all I'm always, saying. They're they're on sale now. At least the second, Resident Evil Two is on sale now because the third one's come out. So like, definitely go pick up two. Two's amazing, and then three 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 is still a fun game. It's still a fun game. So if you can get that out on sale, more power to you. Because and one, I would I would say you probably could get Resident Evil Three at a discounted price on Amazon. I'm sure people are throwing up their their used copies because people did burn through it. You know, I think it was like five yeah. or six hours or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. I'm a, that's awesome. I'm glad you, you got to play those and beat those. Um, so I, uh, I played some final fantasy, nothing new other than I'm in the second to last chapter of the game. Um, and it's doing one of those things like, uh, some games do this where, I don't know the first, the first few chapters like take a while to get through and then all of a sudden in the middle it goes boom 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 and it feels like you're like oh wow i'm literally jumping through these levels jumping through these chapters really quickly and then yeah i got to like the second to last chapter and i'm like oh wow like i only have maybe two hours left and i'll beat the game wow. i've been in this chap i've been in this chapter now for so stinking long and there's so much more it's so it's, it's just doing that thing where like they, they trick you they make you feel like oh these ch chapters are usually between like an hour or two hours long I've been in this one for two hours. I'm like barely halfway through it. So um, it's like, okay, so these last two chapters really could have been broken up into like two more chapters, but <laughs> they, they trick you. They make you think, oh, I'm this close to beating the game. It's like, no, you have a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I didn't appreciate that. Maybe it's just because I suck at it. Like I, I haven't died yet, but boss battles are just taking me a long time. Like there's at the end here, there's just multiple bosses, boss battle after boss battle after boss battle. Like they don't even give you time to like, regroup at all like it's like boom 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 do this thing um and so maybe it's just because i'm bad at the game like i said i haven't died like i've been able to like get through a first try but it's just like holy cow like 
I just want to beat this dang boss. I can't figure out his weakness or whatever. Like how, how in the world do I stun him? Like all this stuff, like it's been tricky, but I'm loving it still. And I am more than anything, just anxious to finish the game. Cause I want to know, like I've never played the original games. And so there's characters they keep showing throughout the game and are showing up here at the end that they still haven't introduced. Like, I don't know his name. I don't know the history. Why in the world is cloud like losing his mind like what is going on so i can't wait to beat the game to like no like oh what is this like this 20 it's crazy that this like 27 year old game and i don't know how it ends like everyone else is playing it has played it before and i don't know so it's kind of crazy like i'm just like i want to know what's happening <laughs> uh, so that, that's a cool feeling that that is a really cool feeling to have that like oh like i was able to go into this fresh with nothing spoiled so which is crazy for a game that's been around for so long and it hasn't been spoiled for me somehow uh, I love that this game has been such a surprise sleeper hit with you that oh. you've just completely fallen in love with this game and this world. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see you go back and play. I know, I know the old game is a lot different than what you normally like, but I yeah. wouldn't be surprised that you trying to go back and figure out some of the old stuff based on how much you love this game. What I might do with the old one is just play through the Midgar section and basically like, and almost do that which, which is what the section of the game uh, that the remake is based off of. And I might just do that for uh, the rest of, uh, like every time the, one of the new remakes, because they're going to keep releasing the remakes. They've already talked about that, like every few years release, okay, part two, part three. So maybe what I'll do is just have a, a running save on my Switch, and every time they release a remake, I'll play the remake first and then go back and play the original just to see, like, oh, okay, this is what they changed or something. I don't know, that might be kind of a fun thing to do as i go instead of playing because i don't have time to play through the whole final fantasy 7 again like <laughs> so and you know i would love i'd rather almost rather experience the story firsthand in the remake form like it's beautiful the storytelling is great there's actually voice acting like i'd rather experience the remake first so um, the way so. that the way that we normally play video games is normally when you're when you're playing a game you have another game planned out do you already have another game in mind for your next game that you're going to be playing um, <laughs> I have a bunch of games that I haven't decided which one I want to do yet. Um, so on sale a couple weeks ago, I picked up, uh, as per Adrian, our Patreon producer, Adrian's, uh, just constant, uh, <laughs> constant, uh, begging basically on Twitter. He just always posts it and like, will tag me. And I don't think he tagged me in at this time, but he's always like, Hey, hey Garrett, Hey Garrett. Hey, look at this. Um, <laughs> Final, not Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, the complete collection. I think it's like all the games or something. I, don't, I haven't even downloaded or looked at it. I don't even know. I need to download it and look, take a look at it. I think it's all the Kingdom Hearts games. It's normally like over $100. is on sale for like 30 bucks. Whoa. And I was like, okay, Adrian, I'll bite. I'll do it. <laughs> like, I'll do it for, I'll do it for you. Um, and so I got that. And then I also got... Uh, because I'm loving Final Fantasy 7 so much, I'm like, let me try Final Fantasy 15. I've heard a lot of great things about 15, and the combat seems similar. I know it's not exactly the same, but it's like the similar combat style to 7. Um, so I was like, okay, it was it was on sale for like 12 or 13 bucks for like the deluxe edition. So it came with all the DLC too. Because that's the biggest complaint is like the main game ends, and it ends but it doesn't. Like the story is not over. It's like, oh, it ends on a cliffhanger, and they force you to like... and. Uh, Fortunately, you know, I'm playing this game five years later, but back when it first came out, people had to wait like two or three years for the final DLC to come out with like how the story ended. And so 
So yeah, it was like, oh, like what? Like 14 bucks for all for Final Fantasy 15 and all the DLC, like to finish a story? Like, of course, yeah, I'm in. So <laughs> so it might be one of those two. Um if it's not one of those two, then uh it might be um control because it was on PlayStation now. So we'll see. Very cool. All righty. Well, we are going long in the show. Not as long as last week's episode, but uh we're getting there about that hour and a half mark. So let's uh, save that question of the show for when maybe Zetch is back next week. Because uh, it's a good question. I think it'll be, I'd be interested to hear Zetch's answer to it as well. I think it's a it's... great question. And I say, let's leave them on a cliffhanger with that thing. Because Zetch will probably bring some of that, you know, big brain of his. Which is funny that he carries around that big brain with that little tiny body. A diminutive, small. Yeah. You can't be mean really... to him like that. No, no, what, what's mean about, I... Dude, have you seen the guy before? There's a (laughs) reason why we're not allowed to be in the same space. It's not because of social distancing. It's mostly because I'm kind of like Jupiter. And it's like with my mass and like the gravitational pull, he'd probably just get pulled in. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, at least now we know that because I don't think he's actually been in studio with us yet. Uh, So uh, now I know to maybe put him away from you. Yes, (laughs) Yes, so. <laughs> that's well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, we, we were together the one time that he filled in and and came in and did the third person with us. But as an official gamer boy, a super gamer boy, we have not all been in yeah. studio uh, together. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's bizarre to think yeah. that we've been doing this for a long time now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, it really means the world that you listen each and every week, download this, watch it on YouTube. Um, if you really love what we do, um, check us out at patreon.com slash super gamer boys. We would very much appreciate the support helps us just keep making cool things for you. Um, super slash store. You can go over there and check out some sweet merch. Uh, we got stickers, we got shirts, we got, uh, socks, we got phone cases. Um, but, uh, yeah. And anything with the, like the, you know, the cartridge logo now has Zetch's face, so it's all up to date over there for you. We have Tiger um, King underwear. You can get Tiger King underwear. We oh also man. have condoms with Garrett's face on them. No, um, that's a that's a thing. Definitely a, don't have those. Um, during the week, you can find us over at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, Facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I am on Twitter at gmorlang. Uh, I am. JJ is... I am on Twitter at JJ Purim, and of course he's not with us this week. But uh, you could always catch him on Instagram at Zetch Keenan or Nerd. I don't know what's his what's his. Uh... So yeah, at, at Zetch Keenan is his uh, personal one, or at Nerd underscore Dads is uh, for Nerd Dads. Uh, go check that out. It's kind of a cool uh, nerdy video game, entertainment, comic book, whatever you're into, any nerdy stuff that you're into, but towards parenting and dads it's kind of a cool cool little instagram that such does so and you can go watch as he just like blast us online you know so i mean it's it's yeah. it's entertaining basically it's... basically the instagram stories is just full of him ranting and raving about how much he can't stand us and i don't think he realizes that we can see that those instagram stories uh it, maybe... he puts them to public and it's like i can see, i'm yeah. reading this such i don't <laughs> think you're aware i can see all the negative negativity yeah. Thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. All right. We survived another week, which is perfect because I've got literally like 3% left on my battery right now. 
Um, well, hey, I need to buy. I need to need to buy a splitter for you. They make splitters so you can plug power and headphones at the same time. I might need to do that okay. so in the future you don't have a dead phone. Yeah, might might have to do that. But you know Jeez. what? I'm glad. I'm glad we survived. My phone didn't. So we're gonna go ahead and cut it off for this week. Thankfully, we didn't do one of those two-hour things. Garrett does typically talk a whole lot. So, ladies and gentlemen, he's not here this week. We're just gonna shout out Zedge Keenan just because. Go go give him a follow. Because I know my little, tiny, small, uh, diminutive little friend. It, what? What? Uh, I know that he just... He's going to quit. Like, I already fired him, but he's going to quit. Like, nah, he, he won't. Like that. He loves okay. it. Okay. He loves it. Yeah, of course. So, for Zedge Keenan, <laughs> uh, I am JJ Purdom. He is Garrett Morlang. We are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the Flippity Flop. Did you pass that uh, flippity flop thing with Zedge? Because I don't think he likes that. I think he's uh, pretty sure he does. I honestly don't care. So, there's that. I guess there is that. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code program.